the Toad Hop Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It is strongly addictive. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments made about a movie star who might be above doing another sequel to Ghostbusters when he's already done Garfield The Tale of Two Kitties are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, Bill Murray? Welcome one and all once again to the Movie Guys Live here on the Toad Hop Network. That's toadhopnetwork.com. Hello. And we have to get back at Kent. It's a moral imperative. You've hit ground zero for all things movies and comedy. That includes talk and previews and reviews and more. And we'll bring it to you every Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 Eastern. Um, Who's here today? Everybody, again. That's Hello. two weeks in a row. Got a full we boat nailed today. It. Unbelievable. Paul <laughs> Preston met. here. We have Karen Volpe, Lee Kias, Adam Witt, and uh, we're, we're ass deep in the holiday movie season. Is treating everybody well? I've got no presents yet. I haven't even gotten a card yet. Oh, we have four cards. Already sent to the house? Yeah, and you know, this year, all of them are those photo cards where everybody puts pictures of themselves and their kids on there. Yeah. I know. Well, I'm here's glad my I thing. didn't get any of those. I want to announce to the universe that here's how it works. If you send me a picture with just your kids, who are people that I don't know and I've never met, that goes in the second row behind all the other cards <laughs> where people send me pictures of themselves, people I know, with their children. That it, one actually goes in the fireplace in, yeah. instead of on top of it. Right. The I kids. do not hang up the, I'm just sending you my kids because I don't know these people. And they won't be doing anything Christmassy. Here's my no. kid eating. He's got cereal on his face. Yeah. And, yeah, or here's my kid playing baseball. I will give you you and, you and Karen props because you you two send out some of the best Christmas cards. Oh ever. yes, my favorite one of all time. Oh, yes, thank you. Was the stunt double, <laughs> Paul and Karen stunt double Christmas. Two people that looked somewhat like Paul and Karen. Well, a yeah, guy with a mustache. played Karen yeah. with, a mustache with a mustache. Oh yes, and sideburns, and he wore the dress I wore. He was such a he was committed. He was a guy yeah. from your acting class. He said, "I'll put that dress on." I went, "Okay." You're so creative. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got uh, being asked deep in the movie season. There's uh, tons coming out in theaters, and you know we always pride ourselves in giving you rich, detailed previews of everything that's coming out, and we review the films from now and then. Uh, but today we thought we'd take a stab at what every other radio show and podcast about movies does, and that's take a look at the movie news right. that is out there. Uh, and a little something that we like to call, and it's, it's based on the name of a page at themovieguys.net, we call this The Latest. I was not expecting that. <laughs> During rehearsal, I, I thought we were going to go with like... The Latest? No. Oh, that's right. I forgot all about that. That's way sexier. Way sexier. Tell you what, I am going to pay attention to whatever is said after this. <laughs> so we're going to give the roundtable treatment to uh, what's shaking right. and baking in Hollywood. Our first news story, will they or won't they? Hmm. Feels like Ghostbusters 3 has been in development forever, threatening to shoot next summer, then getting pushed off into the fall. Uh, and now the biggest news that may make the project palatable, Bill Murray has apparently come aboard. And now I've heard some uh, posts out there say it may be a hoax, but most of the news out there is saying that he is finally on board after much waffling uh, initial thoughts. Adam. Great. Now they can finally make that awful movie. Karen? Ooh, 
I get to wear my Paul Rubin sweatpants to the theater so I can masturbate to Peter Venkman. It's been a while since I've been able to do that. Okay. Lee? I see that Dan Aykroyd continues to gain weight for the role. Yeah, I think <laughs> uh, they've been holding out for uh, Bill Murray. No word yet on Ernie Hudson's involvement, yet the project seems to be moving forward anyway. Discuss. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd is still gaining weight for Ernie Hudson, too. He's just going to gain weight for everybody <laughs> for all the other until actors. they get signed. Yeah. Ernie Hudson. He's the butt of so many jokes. He is, I, he's, I wish I could be Ernie Hudson. I know. I wish I was Ernie Hudson. Oh, sure. Trade that career. Who's in The Crow? Can you imagine being a Ghostbuster but not having to put in all that time in the comedy world? <laughs> right? like, no one else working so hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're right. Joe Piscopo is like, yeah, damn it, what do I got to do? <laughs> yeah, I put in 10 years at Second City and 10 years on Saturday Night Live. and then He got yeah. a jumpsuit Who's just Ernie like Hudson? the rest of them. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's a sexy Ghostbuster. They just did not give him good Ghostbusting job. Right, Kiki? Do you what, know what the, the hell is that? That's, a, that's an old SNL sketch. <laughs> that, that is an old right. SNL sketch. If they have good Ghostbusting job, he would have been able to be good Ghostbusting. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they did that whole sketch. Yeah. Right? Which, which is your favorite Ghostbuster? And she's like, I like the black one. I like the black one. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I had never heard And they that. just all kept arguing. Like, that's yeah. nobody's favorite Ghostbuster. And I guess that's the awkward thing about Ernie yeah. Hudson. He, There are three comic legends, and then Ernie Hudson. <laughs> and Ernie Hudson. Yeah. yeah. Not uh, fair. Next story is awards season has begun. Um, the Indie Spirit Award nominations are out. The Gotham Awards have come out. Congrats, Moonrise Kingdom. And Zero Dark Thirty won the New York Film Critics Award and the National Board of Review Award for Best Picture. So the era of self-congratulation is upon us. Mm -hmm. Initial thoughts, Lee? Everyone start feeling honored just to be nominated because most of you are going home losers. Of course. Karen? Battleship, get excited. I see a sound editing nomination in your future. And that's it. Adam? Don't expect much. Don't expect what to expect when you're expecting. Do you want to try that again? Wait, we wrote it out for you. Give him the cue. The cue I know, the cue. I know. Right. Here we go. Don't expect much. What to expect when you're expecting? And that would be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and prepare to Cut hear that these out, words. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Johnny Ace is There's no editing. post. He's Sorry. Nah, all right. Can you computer that? You can computer that, right? Yeah. Okay. Here, get ready for these words as well. Uh, never before uttered. For your consideration, step up revolution. There we go. <laughs> Hollywood Reporter, and that's a giant full-page ad. Award season. Discuss. consideration. Oh, well, here's the best thing about award season. It happened today. Oh, I should have brought it with me. <gasps> we got some mail, and it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. In, the, I think it was the Variety or something, they wanted to send out a bunch of packages, so they made a Bill Murray folder that came, the mail came in. On one side, it was Moonrise Kingdom. And then the other side, it was Hyde Park and Hudson. Karen likes wow. Bill Murray. And so Paul, he, he very carefully cut it for me along the side, and they took it out, and now I have, like, a little folder. That's sweet. Now, speaking <laughs> of award season, uh, taking from somebody who's actually been mistaken as a celebrity at an actual awards, I spent an entire evening. Uh, yeah, this is Daniel Day-Lewis. We heard that one. We've heard the Daniel Day-Lewis story. Yeah, I think they've um, heard the Daniel Day-Lewis story. Nobody wants to hear your fucking Daniel Day-Lewis story <laughs> again. <laughs> Next story. Anyway, moving on. Also making waves is Peter Jackson's decision to shoot and project The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, and its sequels at 48 frames per second, twice the frame rate of your normal movie. Now, this supposedly will make everything crisper. FPS. For, for the three. Exactly. Thank As you, insider guy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this might throw viewers in the project may look more like video than film. Uh, you're in it. Wait a minute. It's a bad time, Bob. There you go. <laughs> Your initial thoughts. Thank you. Well, look, I'm not surprised that they needed twice the frame rate. Everything takes twice as long when you're working with little people. This is going to be one. Yeah, I think we'll stop right <laughs> there. I think uh, we'll stop right there. Like the movie, for example, is three hours. 
Yes. Right? But uh, it, would, it would be shorter. I'm just saying. They're hey, very small people. Shorter. You're digging a hole, honey. Karen, just, hillbillies <laughs> are the only people we're allowed to make fun of anymore, okay? Oh, yeah, I'm a hillbilly, memo, sort of, It's so. the last That's one. the last All group right. you're allowed to target. It's going to be one lush-looking TV show, this 48 frames per second Lord of the Rings. You know, that's so yeah. you can see their hairy toes much better. I do have a question. What is that opposed to do? A poster? Yeah. What's twice what's, the frames, man? What's that? A they turn it all the way up. <laughs> oh, they turn it's it up to eleven. It's all the way up to eleven. Well, seriously, what's that change for me? It makes it seem like they're there. I you guess. know, have you I seen Cheers? Have the you, sitcom. The sitcom. Yes. Yeah. And you've seen Three's Company. Yeah. You yes. know how they look different. Oh. What if you, what if you saw it's Cheers gonna make and said, it funnier. Man, I wish this looked more like Three's Company. <laughs> it's going to make it funnier. It's It'll make, make it, it take place in Boston <laughs> instead of Santa Monica. That's what's going to happen. Uh, our last story, the 2013 summer movie trailers are starting to come out. Star Trek Into Darkness appeared on the web today. Did you see the trailer? For I did. Fantastic. Uh, I am not much of a Trekkie. Man. I have never this gotten reboot into is, it. This reboot is pretty great. And I remember in college, sorry to tangent, but this is somewhat Is this related. about Daniel Day-Lewis? No, it's not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this, is a, this is a clever way of me backdooring into my night as day. No. Uh, <laughs> in college, they, I had a political science course, and they used a lot of Star Trek episodes as, as kind of examples of... Political, Socio, social. Yeah. Political. Did your teacher have pointy ears? Yeah, that, well, that's a hip thing to do. You pull something out of pop culture. You're like, ah, I know you guys are a little bored by geology, but what if geology was vampires? Well, I just had to raise my hand and go, I'm sorry, professor, but I was out getting laid not watching Star Trek. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, well, because the, they've got all the... Uh, <laughs> the teacher, apparently. I had the mustache back then, too. <laughs> well, outside of that, there's other sci-fi coming out next summer, and, and we don't know where these trailers are going to appear. And some, The Hobbit's probably going to have a big trailer for some movie coming Superman. out next summer. Man of Steel posters are nice. out there, and now trailers are coming, not just the teaser. And uh, here's a little clip from the Pacific Rim trailer, the new Guillermo del Toro film, which will be the greatest movie of all time, uh. as it is giant monsters attacking Earth, and Earth fights back with giant robots. Uh, that's a great How will that not be the greatest movie, movie ever? Take a I'm listen. I'm so excited. That puts the epicenter of the 7.1 earthquake right in the heart of the San Francisco Bay. See this just in news Australia. We've also been getting strange reports of something moving under the Golden Gate Bridge. Okay, that's unedited. That's creepy. That's just how that trailer rolls out. Just a bunch of stuff, well, a bunch of whatever not, the fuck. Is it a trailer or is it like a teaser viral? It's a viral video of yeah. news, of news it's uh, things. A, promotion of the, the teaser, promotion. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need to promote the fact that we're going to promote this it's, movie. It's how they tease the teaser. There you go. Well, we yeah. figured if obscurity <laughs> and nonsensical noise is really all you need to make a viral video, we could do that. Ooh, oh, let's yeah. tease our show. And promote the movie, guys. So take a listen. The movie, guys. Tonight, movie previews, reviews, yeah. and sketches. It's, 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 it's hilarious. <laughs> Every week, a brand new show. Uh, Toad, Toad Hop Network. Uh, thir Thursdays at 7 p.m. I'm going to watch that. There you go. Oh, you know what oh. line we forgot to record what for one? that? Was, uh, oh, oh, thank God it's all over. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, but however, the latest is over. Oh. <laughs> 
I swear to God, I woke up this morning and he was in the other room working on this. He was in his bathrobe alone. I'm just saying. Uh, well, let's get to what's coming up in like theaters. like hot dog skiing in the Olympics. That's a trial balloon. Did we like that? How'd that go? Should we bring it back next year? Uh, every week we, we do previews, as I mentioned, so we don't want to skip over those and get to what's coming out. Um, the new Gerard Butler romantic comedy, Playing for Keeps. Let's the play, new one. Let's play the trailer to get everyone up to speed. Oh, okay. They've got the need. Oh, we can make this thing work. We can All, do it. Um, They've got the deed. I need that property. The hotel is not for sale. Um, now, all they've got to do is figure out how to succeed. Playing for keeps. It's time to eat, drink, and rock and roll. With music by Phil Collins, Arcadia, Peter Frampton, Sister Sledge. Directed by Bob Weinstein and Harvey Weinstein. Playing for keeps. That's not a joke. That's not a joke. That was a real movie. Weinsteins. I love how they wow. celebrate. I love how they celebrate normal daily activities that keep you alive. Let's eat, drink, <laughs> and rock and roll. And rock and roll. <laughs> well, rock and roll. Okay, that was a alive. that was a 1986 movie called Playing for Keeps. But, I can't um, believe that. The new one is out there. And it's a romantic comedy, and it's about soccer. So, Lee, let's preview mm. this, shall we? The Vuvuzelas are going to drive me nuts, but unfortunately they go on in the background of all good soccer games, so why should this be any different? (laughs) Playing for keeps seems to stretch the definition of what a romantic comedy can be, and so far as it looks, neither romantic nor funny. But that didn't stop Dennis Quaid from guest starring in it. Gerard Butler's hair plays a famous professional soccer player whose career abroad has ended, so he returns home to reconnect with abroad. His ex-wife, played by Jessica Biel. But she's moved on and is getting married, we can only assume, to some dick. Stranded in suburbia, Butler ravages all the MILFs in an attempt to convince his ex-wife that it was a mistake to have gotten divorced. One of the subplots is that ESPN is looking to expand its soccer coverage, and so, naturally, a guy with a British-sounding accent would be perfect for the job, which puts Butler in a precarious position having to choose between a new career and an old family. <laughs> but fear not, this is the movies. And so, you know, there's no chance whatsoever that ESPN will actually expand its soccer coverage. And no one gets hit in the balls here, yet it's a trailer. Plus, it's about <laughs> soccer. doesn't make any sense. Jessica Biel plays a slightly unattractive version of herself in what has got to be the weakest attempt of uglying up in the hopes of getting an Oscar nomination. Andrew McThurman is in this, but according to her diminished presence in the trailer, she'd rather you not know it. By the way, Paul, uh, Uma Thurman recently completed principal photography on a movie called Nymphomaniac, where she plays a self-diagnosed sex maniac. That's great movie news, Lee. It is. Now, uh, the film also stars Judy Greer as another romantic interest, trying to draw his attention away from Jessica Biel. This movie was originally titled Playing the Field, which is a considerably better title. I mean, that's got the double meaning. There's soccer. There's babes. He's playing in a field, yet he's playing the field. <laughs> playing for keeps, that's just a waste of a good Kenny Loggins song title there. <laughs> By the way, Paul, Uma Thurman has recently completed principal photography on a movie called Nymphomaniac, where she plays a self-diagnosed sex maniac. So noted. Well, thank, I thank think you, the, the little horns you're making. Okay. Now, will Butler fall for a sports reporter with the hots for him played by Catherine Zeta-Jones? He doesn't. They show it in the trailer. He says, no, no, I've got a wife and a kid or something like that. <laughs> But will Jessica Biel get married to someone other than him? I guess you'll just have to see this romantic comedy, or any romantic comedy, to find out. (laughs) 
And of course, it's from the director of Pursuit of Happiness. So don't say we didn't warn you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Adam has brought an actual Vuvuzela. You could use a couple lessons on that. that. I could. That is annoying. That was <laughs> Close the spit really valve really next time. <laughs> Every time I go to a baseball game, now I'm going to be all the more thankful. Because that because crap doesn't Because that's not happen. happening. Yeah. They don't wow. bring those to the that baseball That is a great games. word, though. Vuvuzela. I can't remember it. I keep wanting to say Venezuela or Bougainvillea. <laughs> I keep doing I swear to God. I go, honey, I got the Bougainvillea. I put the it Venice in the bag. Bagel, the Venezuela Bougainvillea. Yeah. There you go. The... Now it's an adorable problem. I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) If you showed more cleavage, it would be absolutely adorable. There we go. Yeah, I can't think smart. Did I mention that Uma Thurman has recently concluded principal photography on a movie called Nymphomaniac? Nymphomaniac. Nymphomaniac. Yes, where she plays a self-diagnosed sex maniac who has to recount or decides to recount all her sexploits, as I've coined that. Uh, patent pending, patent pending, patent Tell pending. Tell Johnny so I still write that yeah. down. Ceteriasis in men, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nymphomania in women. Don't be fatuous. So, um, yeah, so she's she's doing that, and I'm looking forward to it. That I, sounds great. When does that open? Not, no pun intended. Not tomorrow. Oh. Sadly. Oh. They, unfortunately, tomorrow, playing for keeps opens. And mm. uh, I don't know. Uh, Gerard Butler's post-300 career is uh, middling at best. That's no? what he's He from. looks positively weird. What are you going to say? No, I didn't. I don't. I don't know him as like a hunky guy. If he said this is soccer, he'd know who he is. But he's slipping into that uh, that standard. You know, they got that poster with the one guy leaning against the yeah. girl, John McConaughey, and they just yeah slide it like a uh, like a viewmaster. It just next one, Matthew McConaughey. Next one, it's the same sort of. Yeah. Well, we've all seen the trailer marketing. for this, and they don't even try to be cute. It's almost as if they just say the words "we're being cute," "we're being cute," something cute. There's nothing. There's, or or there's I'm just, angry when Dennis Quaid does stuff. Yeah, there's it's just, all very uh, on the surface. On the surface. Yeah. Just Dennis just, Quaid. There's a scene where he puts a beer or something on top of a goalpost and challenges Gerard Butler to kick it, and w- with the kick a ball and knock it off the top of the things. That's difficult. Tiny little beer sure. can on top of a goal. He's gonna kick the soccer ball and knock it off, and he bets him a hundred bucks. And so Butler does it, and then Dennis Quaid's like, "Yeah, <laughs> like you're out a hundred bucks." No, I think he's he was trying. Drunk. He's a huge fan. I think he's, he's a, a big fan. He's trying to say legend. you can still do it. You know, you know, a hundred bucks. I know it's a hundred bucks, man. That's big. But. I mean, I know he's probably a rich douchebag, but <laughs> but you know, Gerard Butler is one of these famous soccer stars. You know, like Pele, and the other. Uh, and, uh, and there's that guy, the hot one, right? married the to a Ronald Spice Donald. Girl. And the one that no, married no, the that one Spice married Girl. The Spice Girl. That's yeah. the only other one oh, I know. Yeah. So he's that big because he's wow. a famous soccer star. He's up there with those two. Wow. Well, you know, with soccer, uh, no doubt when playing the, for Keeps sweeps the nation, uh, we're going to be on board with the upswing in the popularity of soccer, though it will no doubt accompany uh, this film's release in the United States. So we've prepped some quotes that the movie may want to use on its poster. It's always great when a sports Ooh. movie comes out, yeah. you know, because you get to think up great things like Bull Durham. That movie hits a home run. Oh, sure. Knocks yeah. it out of the park. Yeah. You know? yeah. So with sports movies are made for that. Right. So with soccer, we figure we get in on, on this as well. So we've, well, you we've know, got Paul, a few, right? soccer is sweeping the nation. It's going to be the number one spectator sport. Um, and for children, it's going to be the number one youth activity. Really? Yes, much like the metric system is on its way. It's, <laughs> it's, it so brace really yourself. It really is. I remember in high school, it's everything was the metric system's coming. We learned a song. You better learn it now it. because, tell you what, by the time you graduate high school in 17 years, it'll get be your, Get your umbros because well, they're going to be mandatory. Here it goes. Pounds and ounces, inches and feet. Do not new requirements meet. 
and you had to learn that this has whole nothing song. to do with oh, metrics. I don't know that. Yeah, song. my beauty queen said virtues that simply do astound, and you don't know that one. I, don't know. I, I know, know the planet one. My very educated mother just served us nine pizza pies. I don't know that one. That's Mars. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. That's good. That's an acronym there. The whole thing. Yeah. I did the musical Schoolhouse Rock Live, and I learned all about adjectives. and. When I you were an adult. When I was an adult. <laughs> and I still <laughs> but at least you caught I had up. trouble memorizing the words because I didn't know the... Um, I had to do the eight song, figure eight. Eight times eight is eight. Or, no, eight, no six, eight times eight, one. Eight times eight is eight. All right. Eight, eight times two is That's why you're not touring anymore. <laughs> you guys are such actors. You've done that oh, show. Oh, my God. For a year, I did it for By a year. we, I mean Karen. It was awesome. Well, yeah. It's a great show. Anyway. All right. Well, let's look. Here's here's something. We, we're we just trying to get on. Let's not lie. We're trying to get on the posters of these big-time so, movies. So when Player yeah. Keeps comes out and they want to include you know, a nice quote from some critics or movie wise asses. We hope they put this up there. This movie is like a corner kick that doesn't quite land in the penalty box. Goal! That's a good one. Goal! That is good. That's, yeah. Oh, you like that one? You know, yeah. I think I, I, think I have really one. Hold on a second. Um, okay. The ending hits you like a sweeper getting a handball in the penalty box during sudden death overtime. I thought it wasn't going to land for a minute there, but then I heard the sound effects. Wait, English, what did you actually say there? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Well, actually, I I did play soccer semi professionally, by the way, as Daniel Day Lewis. (laughs) You son of a bitch. What is semi-professional in soccer? Um, (laughs) Everybody (laughs) but Paley. Home in your school. All right, do you have one? Oh yes, Uh, I I would. uh, All right, uh, here we go. Gerard Butler portrays this role with all the precision of a long through ball to a striker. Halosa, goal, goal, goal. See, here's the thing. It's just the arrogance of America that we don't understand this, but trust me. In terms of analogies, it's not quite fishing soccer, you know? (laughs) All right, here, I have one. This movie is as exciting as a soccer match that ends in a 1-1 tie. Well, that's actually that's true. true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a winner. That's a winner. I think we can all get behind that one. Yeah. They may not want to put it on their post. It goes that on for is. hours, but then that one works. That one works. They're probably not going to put it right on the poster. But. With that guy yelling and all of us talking, that just feels like our show to me. It sounded exciting. We need to find that guy. Yeah, because we can talk about anything. You could say, play it for keeps. That's going to be a great movie. It sounds better. Play it for keeps. Gerard Butler. Rio. Wait, wait, wait. Here, do it again. Ready? On Rotten Tomatoes, this got a 0% from critics, but 87% from the users. Goal! It's a win. Everything's a win with that guy. Zero. We should put that underneath any punchline. I have herpes. Goal! Suddenly it sounds like an awesome thing. Yeah. All right. Well, and that's exactly what playing for keeps needs. It needs that guy. Herpes? <laughs> no, it already has herpes. <laughs> oh, I got something to make it seem. Catherine Zeta-Jones, zing, zing. Oh. No, zing. I just started oh. a rumor. No, oh. it's not the same when I do it. What a no. generic name. Well, this Catherine movie Zeta looks Jones? so. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's a generic name. It's a generic plot. It's a generic. I mean, we had to remember, try and remember, remember the name of when we, yeah. when we were talking. Oh yes. When we weren't in front of our notes or in front of right. a computer, we had to try and desperately to remember the name of this movie but and playing, what it was about. But playing the field, <laughs> it just you could remember. floats away. Yeah. yeah playing the field. That is a, that's a considerably great better title. Yeah. But how is that title. not already a movie? I don't Maybe know. Maybe that's where they ran into trouble. But the other one that's was a, already a movie. Playing the field should should star Goldie Hawn. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, right? Doesn't this, it? This should be a remake of yeah, a Goldie Hawn movie. Yeah, from called Playing the Field in Chevy Chase. You know, her it, daughter should remake one of her movies. How cute would that be? That'd be adorable. Patent pending, Adam. Okay. No, that is a <laughs> that is a phrase that writes a script where you just say, oh, that phrase, and then you just imagine this whole yep. script yeah. off of that. Much like uh, when I, I once worked at... Uh, uh, at a straight-to-video conference. As uh, Daniel Day-Lewis? As Daniel Day-Lewis. And there was a movie there called Study Hell. And I was like, That's oh. awesome. Like, you That's could just, study hell. You study just like, awesome. write a whole movie off of that. Oh, or you could have, like, a rock band off of that. Oh! Uh! <laughs> All right, let's talk about the, the... I want to touch real quick before right. we go to break on... On the genericness of this movie and its title, I think the, the Lionsgate, uh, the genericosity, yeah. <laughs> I think Lionsgate, the studio that's releasing it, is capitalizing now on the forgettableness of this movie, and they've actually used it as an asset in their marketing campaign. Listen to the latest uh, promo. This is going out on the air. Richard Corliss says, Playing for Keeps packs two hours worth of entertainment into 120 minutes. <laughs> David Denby calls playing for keeps for somebody and in theaters. Roger Ebert says, writes, playing for keeps features a cast full of actors. Gene Shalit says, playing for keeps will leave you looking at the screen for an hour and 45 minutes. Playing for keeps has Michael Medved calling it a movie I've seen. <laughs> Janet Maslin says, playing for keeps will leave you seated until the credits roll. And Rex Reed says, playing for keeps has enough pictures in succession to suggest the illusion of motion. <laughs> <laughs> playing for keeps. Available to be paid for near you. <laughs> Very nice. Wow. That was, that yeah. Was nice. See, they should just embrace it, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So speaking of embracing uh, things that are, aren't exciting, we're going to go on break. Um, we'll be back in a few and talk about more movies coming out in theaters and review one. Oh, this would be exciting. An advance review of yes. a movie that doesn't come out for a couple of weeks. That's kind of cool. So stick with us. All the Movie Guys live here on the Toad Hop Network. Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. The Soda Stream Soda Maker is fun as hell. The kids are going to love it. There's 50 different flavors, and it's healthy. There's no fructose, corn syrup, or aspartame. So pick one up at Bed Bath and Beyond, Target, Macy's, Kohl's, and Walmart, or just go to Soda Stream. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your steps of breeze. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Download. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphone. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruff. System 2. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free. Does your car smell like... You need Scent Bomb. Does your house smell like... Get some Scent Bomb. Does the bathroom smell like... Get some Scent Bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers. The type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. 
Scentbomb is a concentrated air freshener. So all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right. You spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb.com. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, this is Freddie Lockhart and... Candace Thompson. With... What's good? Starring... Freddie Lockhart. And... Candace Thompson. And we are a show that knows a little bit about a lot. We talk about hip-hop, we talk about other people who can't help themselves, and we talk about all sorts of things. Music, TV, gossip, you name it, we do it. Be sure to check out our show live every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the ToadHopNetwork.com. And if you miss it, go back and watch it on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. Don't be a jerk. Do it. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. It's very important, Candace. They have to leave a comment and rate the show. You know why? Why? Otherwise, we'll be on the bottom. And we like to be on the top, don't we? I know I do. Yeah, girl. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. Eight ninety-five to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. Are you experiencing occasional constipation, fatigue, weight gain, poor circulation, sleepless nights, depression, or lack of concentration? Your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon. Yes, I'm talking about pooping. It's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. Pure Cleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to miraclesofhealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of Pure Cleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. Pure Cleanse, your friend for life. A great website if you are in the market for gift-giving, redenvelope.com. They have over 300 unique and inspired new products along with their classic favorites that are going to make gift giving very very easy all you have to do is go to redenvelope.com enter Heidi and Frank at the checkout and save 20% you're listening to the Toad Hop Network radio worth watching welcome back to the movie guys live here in the Toad Hop Network and we are uh, going to talk about another film that's coming out in a few cities if you're in the right city you're going to be able to check out the latest I was surprised to for- know that this is in limited release yeah yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's artsy, this next film we're talking about. And that, that can kind of get the slow rollout. And the two types history. of films that are released limitedly are artsy and fartsy. I like, <laughs> I like both those words, but not as much as limitedly. That's my favorite <laughs> word, I think, of that sentence. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about Hyde Park on Hudson. Let's see, it's a new Bill Murray movie, so who would like to preview that? With too many me, words I to I not wonder. be in Me! What? Ooh, me, me, me. Oh, me. Do you think, you think maybe thing. Karen might want yeah. to? Preview with new Bill Murray movie, new Bill Murray movie, new Bill Murray movie, new Bill Murray movie, new. Okay, good. Okay, good. Just did the same thing I with I could Kevlo. do that all night. Any Bill Murray movie. Karen gets very excited. Okay. Uh, Hyde Park on Hudson takes us behind the scenes of a meeting between President Franklin Delano Roosevelt and the King and Queen of England at Roosevelt's country estate three months before the start of the First Wars sequel, World War II, Port of Call, New Orleans. Because <laughs> that never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> this flashpoint in history is a background to the true story of FDR's affair with the distant cousin and assistant, Daisy Suckley who had the libido of anyone born with their porn name. Everybody's getting some tail this month, but Franklin Delano Roosevelt? Well, hope she doesn't like doggy style. The entire story (laughs) is seen through the eyes of Daisy, played by Laura Linney. Otherwise known as the sexy Bonnie Hunt. 
<laughs> FDR is played by an actor nobody doesn't like, Bill Murray. God damn it, Bill fucking Murray! <laughs> oh, ignore that. You're Bill Murray. Bill Groundhog Day ghost busting ass Murray. <laughs> ghost busting ass. Ghost busting ass, ass, Bill Murray. Now, this could be pretty exciting because Bill Murray hasn't played a lead role since Broken Flowers in 2005. He rarely acts, and even when he acts, he rarely acts. In fact, given his Prozac-inspired performances in the last decade, he may very well have chosen this role because it allowed him to sit for the entirety of the production. Murray stretches his acting chops here and shows his range by starring in a movie not directed by Wes Anderson. But he still does get the dress in period piece costume, so at least he can pretend he's in a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> <laughs> not to be outdone by Daniel Day-Lewis's Lincoln, Bill Murray uses an even higher-pitched voice in his portrayal of American President FDR, a voice that will surely have audiences and canines alike wincing with its historical accuracy. Those who lived through the Clinton impeachment might be surprised to find out that another president besides Kennedy had an affair. What? I mean, what? who would want to cheat on Eleanor Roosevelt? Hey. Played here by James Cromwell. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, should have been sus- she should have been suspicious when FDR put an ad in the paper for an assistant that was good at reverse cowgirl. <laughs> From FDR to JFK to WJC, there is a long and illustrious history of Democratic presidents having affairs while the country they preside over flourishes, which only goes to confirm the suspicion that ruining a country is hard, especially when you are. Nice. Uh, From the director of Morning Glory, don't say we didn't warn you. <laughs> That's where the movie fans are. Limits, Karen. Have you what? seen Broken Flowers? I loved it. Come on. I did. I loved it. Nobody loves. I love Bill. Oh, I'm I a Jim Jarmusch it. fan. I understand I what he goes for, and I still was like, oh, Well, what I liked about it are the reactions that he would have when he would be in these new situations. So maybe that's why I liked yeah. it because I could take my little Bill Murray character and put him near white trash people. Then you put him near this nice lady. You know, you just keep well, it is a pretty good match. Put him around. Jim Jarmusch in that sort of <coughs> staid style, and Bill Murray in his current form, mm-hmm. his Prozac form. Uh, yeah, this, uh, this, I mean, well, Karen, I mean, first of all, you can tell she likes Bill Murray. Now, okay. this movie has the stuttering king in it again, the one we just saw in King's Speech. King, Does he stutter uh, in this one? He'll have to. He I does mean, a it, it can't be. I saw a little in the preview. He <laughs> kind of stammers. Let's say stammers. But didn't he get over it? Like, in the, in the stuttering movie... The yes, King but stutters. he got better at it. I think it wasn't so much he got so over post- it. And who knows when this King took place? Speech? Yeah, so I'm asking, is yeah. this like post the King's speech? or? Um, it, it's well, right around the same time. Well, this is three months before World War II, yeah. so what was the speech he was given at the end of King's speech? Oh, it was, it was, it was about the one about That's all, folks? It's about, yeah. Yeah. It was about the March <laughs> 2 war, I believe. So somewhere on the yeah, way. Yeah, it's around So he could be in mid-stutter. See? Now you want to go, don't you? Now everybody's lining up. This movie reminds me of a really fun version of Gosford Park. Which it is looks a, like it could which is a riot. No, I'm just saying it's <laughs> a, for right. something about it's it, people having a meal. Yeah, it's very right? classic. Yes. Very yeah, upstairs, downstairs Crazy type hot stuff. Dog yeah. stuff happens. Yeah. yeah, but there's Proper. one scene in the preview which maybe it's because I am insane and I love Bill Murray. But there's a scene where ding ding ding. <laughs> You're a Bill Murray, Bill Groundhog Day Ghost Busting Ass Murray. But there's, I don't know if it's an assistant or the king, but somebody carries FDR through a doorway 
and it just kind of shows you that this is the most powerful man in the world, I guess, that you would consider the president. And well, back then we were. Back then we he were. was, not yeah. now. Now, now, now we're not it's, so much. You know, it's the people from Twilight. But um, <laughs> so they're carrying him through the door because he can't walk. But it was, it was kind and gracious to still be giving him the humanity of not, you know, they wouldn't show him in his wheelchair. They would still make the country think he was strong by showing him without his wheelchair. I just, I don't know. There's just something very sweet. Thank about you for that. the history lesson, Karen. Ah, we're anyway. about movies. <laughs> but anyway, I'd carry Thank you for Bill the Murray tolerance. if I could. But what if, what if <laughs> acceptance and non-judgmental? I'm just saying, and your your par- he has like a handicap, but no one held that against him. But what if Colin Firth played the king in oh his movie God. with Bill Murray? Your head would explode. I would have to get those Paul Rubin pants back, and I'd have to be sitting there in the dark theater all alone. That's hey, all I'm saying. What was that recent Bill Murray movie where he's like the, there's like an underground kingdom or some sort of futuristic, uh, Yeah, what was it? Chud? City of... City of City Ember. City of Ember. Ember. Yeah. Karen? No, I didn't even see it. Oh, oh there is a limit. Mm-mm. But she will see it. A trailer just came out this week for... Oh, my God. Get the name just right. You're going to see this, too. It uh, looks a awesome. A Glimpse Inside the Mind of Charles Swan III, a new film from Roman Coppola with Charlie Sheen in the lead. He looks great. And it and looks great. it looks... It's one of these things where they just oh, decide Roman, yeah. to have their own world. So things just sort of... I don't know. The preview is hard to tell. It's Ooh. all over the place. But they commit to these crazy worlds, and it looks awesome. Sounds nerdy. I already don't like it. It looks oh, like uh, the best movie awesome. Charlie Kaufman ever wrote. Oh, Charlie <laughs> well, Kaufman. I'd like him. Yeah. yeah. I know who he is. I sat behind him in math class. Oh, I thought you were That's mistaken for Kaufman. him. Oh, sorry. Yeah. At, a, at an award ceremony at the Screen Actors Guild. <laughs> As Daniel Davis. Yeah, you were mistaken for him. Does Bill Murray have good Oscar chances, though, with this? Yes. I don't think so. I, yes. Honestly, I don't, th- I don't think the performance itself holds up. I can still see Bill Murray it. in a trailer. Yeah. Well, I base everything just on the trailer. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to pay to see a movie. Hey, I don't have twelve As bucks Hollywood to spend on a movie. To. <laughs> but honestly, God the, the, damn it, Bill fucking money! Yeah! I love that. That's the meatballs. Well, meatballs in there? Yeah. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. No, Lee, tell us, tell us your tell opinion. I'm sure no, it matters. My point is that one. <laughs> I tell you, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying to say, Paul, is that. Yes. Okay, see now I'm muted. Meatballs. Ah, meatballs. He wasn't nominated for meatballs. No, it's really no. a shame. No. Overlooked. Anyway. I'm not lost in the role of Rose- Roosevelt. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Did you want, well, maybe you would like him I if wanted, he played a different president? No, I wanted Bill Murray to disappear and Roosevelt to show up. You still see and feel and, and recognize Bill Murray. In that role, but I haven't seen the role yet. I'm going to see it tomorrow. You saw the trailer. in the trailer you, you're talking about, and then that's yeah. But I saw Daniel Day Lewis in there, and then only when I saw the movie did Lyle Lovett become apparent. You know what? That's her. Point well made. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Nailed it. I cannot argue with that. <laughs> uh, but but there Buddy is. Buddy Hackett might show that's up. That's an as inside soon as joke. I you know, know, right? That's an inside joke. Well, we haven't discussed that on the show. No, we did. No, we, did. we did. Oh, we yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. For all the hardcore fans, Karen though, no. found Lincoln yeah. sexy. Positively, yeah. because Karen it reminded to sleep her with Lincoln. Because it reminded her of Lyle Lovett. Oh, immediately. That is the most uniquely you thing. Fucked up view in the world. Okay. Anyway. No, I'm just saying, with the with this uh, wave of uh, Oscar buzz behind Bill Murray, uh, it's difficult because he plays a president at the same time Daniel Day-Lewis, yeah, two-time two Oscar winner, uh, is also getting probably nominated for playing another president, Abraham Lincoln. So who will win Best Accent? Oh, that's the... Hey, Paul, sorry. Yeah. I hate to interrupt, but uh, I just remembered I got selected to serve on a jury duty, so I actually have to go. 
What? In the evening. You have now? To okay. no, well, no, actually, we were, we're going to have a guest, actually. No, I had to call in last night. Well, I'm going to have to miss the guest because oh. I have to go serve on jury duty. Okay. Wow. That's really a shame. Well, the wheels of justice do not stop. Justice. You know what? I think he's going to be a night court. He's shouting. Oh, he's going to leave. that's he's a serving. great theme song. He's do you remember the night court theme song? Dun, dun. That was the B-side to the uh, People's Court 45. Oh, you're stupid. Well, listen, I don't want to keep our guest waiting. I know Adam's just going to have to miss out on the the, uh, person being here. Um, But uh, we want to get filled in on what goes into crafting a performance uh, for a character that existed before recorded sound. That was a challenge for Daniel Day-Lewis. That's true. And so we're going to bring in Daniel Day-Lewis's presidential vocal coach, Chet Loudly, ladies oh, hey. and gentlemen. Bring it up for Chet Loudly. Oh, hey. <laughs> There's Chet pretending to enter. <laughs> He's an acting teacher. He knows hey. how to act. Act vocal coach. Oh, oh yes, what? Right. Sorry, Sorry, Karen. You might want to have a little tea with lemon for that voice of yours. Oh. I'm a vocal coach. Thank oh, yeah, you. Okay. Thank you, coach. Thank so you. So he gets right to vocal coaching. He's coaching me. I'm a little horse. Hold on, Paul. Be careful not to stress your voice by talking too loudly. Oh, I see, because that's your name. Coach. That's great. I have water. I'm, I'm trying to keep uh, hydrated. which Always I keep your pipes hydrated. That's what I told Daniel Day-Lewis when I coached him on how to play Abraham Lincoln. No. You know, Chet, I spent an evening at... Uh. Go on. <laughs> no, he's that's never right. You've not heard no, the story, no, Chet. I'm a new guy. Go on. <laughs> Chet has heard the story. Please do not Come tell on. Chet the story. Come on. All right, so let's get to... Um, uh, the question for you, Chet. Sure. Uh, by the shoot. way, uh, we're all impressed by your your accreditation yeah. and what you come in with and, and your history. So I think you're the one to weigh in on this best, better than any of us. Yeah. Um, who do you think should win, Bill Murray's impersonation of FDR or Daniel Day Lewis's impersonation of Abraham Lincoln? Well, I got to say, uh, you know, of course, President Roosevelt. We all know what he sounded like because there's recordings. You know, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. That is <laughs> good. I like that. Close it's my like eyes, and I'm sitting next to the president. It's like he's here. Wow. Well, and while I did coach him, because I yeah. am the vocal coach to the stars, it's, it's a little like cheating. Okay? Really? You know, Daniel Day-Lewis, he had to craft what a president sounded like through intense research and becoming that character. Okay. So can you do a little Lincoln for us? No, oh, I do a little Lincoln. Oh. All right. I'd sure. Like here. Boy, uh, this play sure is boring. Hey, you want to get out of here and marry Todd Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Lincoln or Mickey Mouse? I guess that's authentic. That's just kind of my start to the character. Obviously, you know, I'm just uh, saying a little something historical there. and then. Well, no, he always referred know. to his wife in her full name. Well, yes, yeah. so, <laughs> Mary Todd Lincoln. Uh, what other presidents do you do? Well, I do James K. Polk. No, no kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a little harder. You see, some of these I have to have like a little starter phrase. It kind of gets oh, me going. I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Piscopo, Kevin Pollock, all the great impersonators. Yeah. Do this. yeah, you sort of have a line. And that's that's definitely one of my tips to anybody out there who's hoping to impersonate a president who spoke before the age of sound. <laughs> that's that's Find yourself a starter phrase. Like, for example, uh, for James K. Polk, I start with, uh, well, I say, I say, I say, go away, boy. Uh, you bother me. <laughs> you know, and then I kind of get into it. And then I... Then I say something that Polk might say, like, oh, I say, I say, I, I hereby ratify the treaty of a, a Guadalupe Hidalgo. Because he did. That's that's history. That's what President James K. Polk sounded like. <laughs> Him and Falk Southern. Did, did, yeah, Southern did, Ohio, did I think. President, uh, did President Him and Warner Polk Brothers. Chase chicken hawks? <laughs> that's no, just, but he just, 
<laughs> you know what? The good, the good thing is, not only are we impressed, but we're learning something. I'm as learning. Well. So who well, else? Yeah, you have in your a little one. bit about the, the Guadalupe Hidalgo that had uh, that was. Well, anyway, I you know I, I do a lot of presidents, as I told you. Any of uh, any of the actors who come to me and they want to be able to play any kind of president whatsoever, you know, I can do any of them. I, I'm, a, I'm a full service here. I do uh, Rutherford B. Hayes. Oh, oh some, right. Yes, hear some Rutherford B. Hayes. Which sounds like you You'll Ebonic. be amazed at how much I sound like Rutherford B. Hayes. Okay. All right. I have nothing to base it on, so you're probably right. <laughs> you're probably Hold right. on. Let me just uh, let me just get into character here, and then I'll bring you a little something from Rutherford B. Hayes. Oh, another himself. another starter <clears throat> phrase. Now, Hannibal. I don't like to fly on no airplane. Okay, I think I'm in character. Okay. <laughs> All right, Rutherford, ladies and gentlemen, close your eyes. Okay. Rutherford yeah. B. Hayes. We'll take you to the Rutherford B. I don't have time right now to reform civil service. I'm too busy overseeing the end of reconstruction. I pity the fool that don't reconstruct the United States after the Civil War. So I think you can just sort of put yourself there. Are you just reading facts from Wikipedia and giving them a crazy celebrity voice? Part of it is that you gotta get into being that person. You gotta think a little of their history, okay. like like yeah. William Henry Harrison. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. I do a little William Henry Harrison, and you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. I, this one I don't need the starter phrase. Well, at least oh, not okay. on, right. at least not on mic. Hey, Rocky, let me. Okay, here we go. Ready? <laughs> hey, Rocky. <laughs> I'm William Henry Harrison, and I feel a bit of a cold coming on. Because he actually <laughs> he died. died. Did he die? Yeah. 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 That much we know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm William Henry Harrison, and I feel a bit of a cold coming on. It's Vice President Rocky, of course, we all know. <laughs> of course. Of course. Merry Christmas, Rocky. Secretary of State Bullwinkle. Mm-hmm. Oh. Speaking of bull, uh, let's, just, let's make this practical instead okay. of just you coming in and showing off. Although uh, we're all pretty impressed, I think. I'm pretty well, impressed. Well, we, didn't I sound just like him? It's very I authentic. Guess, yeah. very it authentic. was like time travel. <laughs> but Karen here is playing yes. Dolly Madison, all right, the famous first oh. lady. Yes. Congratulations on that. I Thank forgot you. to tell you that you got that part. Thank it's you. an upcoming uh, show entitled, Hey, First Ladies. Oh. And it's uh, a big deal. Well, it's a hip hop version of her life story. Well, it, yes, it's a burlesque show that oh. talks about forming the republic. So we take off our clothes, but we also talk about politics. Oh, well, that sounds like a combination of two very awesome things. <laughs> that, that sounds like an eight dollar show. But yeah, I don't know how to exactly. sound like her. I well, know how to get my clothes off. But oh, okay. Well, Karen, yeah. may I help? I can. I, I can help please. you with Dolly Madison. Dolly Madison is easy. Actually. Should you take your clothes off now just to help with the? Well, I'll do the accent first, okay. and then. But that's good thinking. Paul, I tried. Well, you made <laughs> Hey, I want to make sure you dress like a sexy uh, Dolly Madison before you fully fall into this role. But okay. let me give you a little starter phrase, okay, so you can sound like Dolly Madison. I'm, right. I'm pretty good at sounding like Dolly, Dolly Madison as well. Just repeat after me. You, Ready? Yeah. Throw another shrimp on the bobby. Go ahead and just try that. <laughs> Throw another shrimp on the bobby. There you go. On the now, bobby. Now you channel Dolly by putting yourself in her place, you know, like during her most famous period, like when she invented the zinger. <laughs> And that's like a Twinkie, but raspberry, for anybody, if you don't know, Karen. Um, so, uh, I'm uh, Dolly, throw another shrimp on the bobby. Yeah. I'm Dolly Madison, and I should could go for a prepackaged cream-filled snack cake. That is fantastic. That is, that is <laughs> I'm sorry, are you from Long Island or <laughs> Australia? <laughs> well, she needs some work. She's not going to jump right in and I'm, be as good I'm as a, Chet. I'm a yeah, beginner. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm a beginner. You don't just jump to Chet. You're the Lower East Side Australian. <laughs> yeah, but actually, I'm getting word here from the internet that that's plenty of this premise. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, do you have one last impression? Uh, perhaps one of the greats, a founding father. How about Jefferson? Oh, Jefferson's easy. A fancy dinner party. Wheezy. 
how am I going to be a fancy dinner party and the dry cleaning bowling tournament at the same time? Christ. <laughs> okay. I think I've seen that episode. Weezy, I can't believe. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. Johnny, oh, Johnny Thomas have they turned Jefferson. off the power to the station yet? <laughs> yeah, I think, I All right, get the hell out of here. Chat loudly, everybody. Hey. Thank you very much. You know, he... He was the Fred Travelina of vocal coaches. That's <laughs> and you notice the, the vocal coach didn't have an accent of his own to differentiate him from Adam Witt. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, He's like well, a, a voice chameleon, yes. Yeah, and I also thought, thought it was great that he could do a woman's voice. I was oh, really Adam, impressed by that. Oh, uh, oh, he was great. Hey guys, did you, you hang him hey guys, I'm back. Did you oh. find him guilty? How was jury duty? Were you out jogging? Oh, well, I jogged all the way from jury duty. The, the wristbands might suggest you were out jogging. Well, I got to tell you. I got to tell you guys. <laughs> Please do. Jury duty was a mess. Uh, oh, my God. Well, I was sequestered with my former high school principal. <laughs> I mean, so desperate to be moved. I made a scene, and I got the attention of the hotel manager, who was looking for a way to save his failing hotel business and decided to use me as a marketing tool and gave me the penthouse suite. Sounds good, sure. But when I started doing anything I could to prolong the case I, that I had become jury foreman of, ultimately I steered the jury to find the guy innocent, even though he's a psycho. But just as the jury was about to give their verdict, they find out my secret. Adam? Yeah, that's the plot to Pauly Shore's jury duty. It was a little like that, yeah. God, he was here to get us the hell out of that one. That's so stupid. Adam, your whole life is a Pauly Shore movie. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, you know what? We were going to review a movie, but it looks like we've run out of time. Oh, that's all right. But uh, before uh, we sign off here, um, because... Eight o'clock? I was just going to say, eight o'clock? Eight o'clock is still ten minutes <laughs> away, but it gives us enough time to... Birthday. Karen, is it your birthday? It is not my birthday. Adam, Trust me, it's it is never not my birthday. birthday yet. No. I sure hope it's Lee's. Is it your birthday? Is it your birthday? Yes, it is. Hey! Thank you. We'll review our uh, movie another time. Right. we got two more weeks before it comes out. So let's uh, get to uh, what every good birthday celebration has. Presents! And I just want you to know that this band you hear, it's the Muppets. Nice. Play. Nice. Happy birthday. Now, in case anyone's wondering how old I am, I've been told I can play anywhere from 28 to 36. <laughs> correct. How Los tall Angeles are you? Response. How tall right are you? Uh, I can play anywhere from 5'11 to 6'4. <laughs> All right, we got a few minutes left here. Let's. Uh, they have presents, and the... I made a present. Oh. oh. Yeah. So here first, this one's from Karen. It's coming it's, in a lovely oh color. You know, honestly, I had no idea bag. that this was happening. We're surprising you. I was very surprised. Mm -hmm. All right. Should I open it now? By the yes, way, this is please. a very good time to tell the audience that there is a visual element to the show. If you download the show, there's a video That's cast, uh, 7 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. I particularly like this this particular gift. Pacific. Long it's practical. I already know what it is. And I haven't even looked at it. Yes. <laughs> Long-standing fans of the movie, guys, know that. The ones who watch it, not who just watch the ones it. who listen. Yeah. But just to give a, a brief history, we used to do a stage show. We did a stage show for two years. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a monthly show that we wrote and produced, brand new material. And every show I wore the shirt I'm wearing now. 
Yes. The, yes. The dude abides, which was actually purchased by my mother <laughs> on Venice Beach Boardwalk. Nice. She's good taste. So I'm guessing this is a new movie guy. Shirt. Could you please what? wear a different shirt? <laughs> hey, he's got an actual new shirt. There it is, ladies. Look and at gentlemen. that. What do we got? Oh, it's For Jack Skellington. Who are not yeah. Jack Skellington. Yeah. There's Jack Skellington. Well, and I picked you. one that I thought would look good on camera for no, you. No, it looks great. Yeah. Appreciate that. Oh, that's very sweet. There's one from me not in a uh, much oh. more male-designed bag. i got to tell you. Not pink I'm, with the pink bag. And here comes the blue bag. Blue. I'm narrating for those who have not watched the live video feed. <laughs> I'm impressed you. that you two didn't go in on the one shirt. I well, believe well, yeah. Separate. He was a thinker, yeah. this Sep- guy. It was another, his idea. Another shirt. Another well, shirt. Well, I... We're going to do more than two shows. We're hoping that you will change your shirt a couple of times. <laughs> yes. Lee has worn the Lebowski shirt for years. two years now. Look at that. What do we have, if it ain't broke, don't don't fix it. And we got nice. Beetlejuice. Stuck we got with two Tim, Tim Burton shirts. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, this is, That's this a cool is one, actually. I like that one. Yeah, I'm going to see. I'm going to be sad to see the dude go. But, but it he has, can rotate in. You know that what? Means, I, I think we just need to put him out the pasture. Oh, that means I can right. wear my Jesus shirt. Exactly. Yeah, he can finally wear a something from that movie. I can finally wear my Lebowski shirt. Yeah. Yeah, the biggest part of everyone's discontent is Adam's inability to wear Jesus. Yep. Yeah. Now, I did not have any uh, cash to buy a shirt. I decided to make you a shirt, <laughs> Lee. And so I made you. This is hope. What'd you make me? A Twilight shirt. <laughs> <laughs> There they are. There's uh, not Taylor Lautner. Who's the other guy? Oh, Robert we don't know. Pattinson. There's Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. Which one is drawn, Kristen Stewart? Drawn lovingly Wait. by me in sharp. Those, hold those up again. What Wait a minute. Which one's which? You know, it looks like Spock. Well, the one with the vampire teeth is uh, Robert Pattinson. Or not Robert Pattinson. Oh, right. Because he has yeah. the square head. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. And uh, I didn't have time to draw Taylor Lautner, but if you like the shirt, I'll draw him. They too. both look like the lead singer of AHA. Nor did you have time to wash the shirt, but I appreciate it. No, no, no. no. That is a clean shirt. It's just Isn't old it and shitty and pitted out. Oh, good. <laughs> they come that way. Like the distressed jeans with but the holes in them. I cleaned it. I cleaned it before you know, I gave it to you. Uh, that's a one of a kind. I can't say thank you enough. This is yeah. very sweet. Thank yeah. you very much. I want to see that Twilight You know, it's funny week. because I was looking at the clock. I'm so. like, Paul's wrapping up. We got like a whole other bit to do. It's like 10 minutes. What's going on? I don't want to, uh, you know, you, you, how old were you again? I can play anywhere from 28 to 36. So then you may not want to say uh, what size shirt you wear, but I hope we got it right. I hope so. Uh, I, uh, I am an extra beefy. Oh, good. Okay. That's what <laughs> we extra got. Medium. We or, weren't uh, talking about yeah. your underwear I'm like size. A, but. a medium hunky. Do you have a medium hunky? Oh, we have hunky Frankenstein size. Yeah. You'd I'm think like, if anywhere, Hot Topic would actually have that size. <laughs> medium right. hunky? No. They didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Yes, very sweet. Will you actually wear the Twilight shirt? Absolutely. Please do. I'm going to wear the Twilight shirt like you wear new tennis shoes when you're eight on the way home. Oh, that's right. You put them on in the car. Put them on in the car. You put your old shoes in the box, and then you go. We've done seven shows. I don't think I've worn the same shirt twice. So, no, I so know. you need to get you a collection get a going. Shirt. I do. As I even a have a guy. sweatshirt. I mean, well, we've got. Variety. What was funny is that when we started the live show two years ago. I, I told you that I used to work at a radio station down in San Diego, and we used to do these movie previews all the time. And I had a just a drawer full of Spawn and Crimson Tide. White and, men can't jump. Yes. All just of like the, ton of the stuff they would swag, they would give yes. out. Yes. And yeah. I remember one day looking at a pile of them like, I am never going to need these. And I threw them all out. <laughs> Who knew? All right. Well, that, uh, we're starting a new collection. We're starting a new thing, which is always exciting to be at the beginning of something big. And we thank you for tuning in again to the Movie Guys here at the Toad Hop Network. We'll be back next week. 
And uh, as we continue our crazy December adventures in the holiday movie season, uh, we are the Movie Guys. Individually, we are. Yeah, Check us out at themovieguys.net, at themovieguys on Twitter, and facebook.com slash themovieguys. We appreciate it. Take care. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio 